Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hello, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Cyber Church, where you're going to church with people all over the world. You know what? You may be like many people around the world where you're using this to have an impact group. Impact groups are groups that get together. They're informal groups. They get together and they use these weekly messages uh, for Bible study, Bible study and discussion. And if they want to have worship, they do. If they don't want to have worship, they don't. There's no particular format that people follow. But you know something? <clears throat> All over the world, for years and years and years, one of the questions that I was asked so often was this. It's like, I'd go into a church, have a meeting, introduce people to these concepts. They're like, what can we do to be able to continue in this? We want to make this journey. We want to know who we are in Jesus. We want to know who God is. We want to know how much He loves us. Well, you know, over the years, we tried everything imaginable. Back in the days of cassette tapes, you know, we did cassette tapes and of course, you know, for years we had a, a printed magazine and then, and then the time came where we had CDs and, or actually DVDs and then eventually CDs because people wanted to be able to follow this journey as a way of life, study these things, discuss these things, have groups of like-minded people. But you know something, the greatest thing to come along is whenever it became possible for us to do this online. So not only do we have these broadcasts that come out every week online, but you can go to our website, impactministries.com, you can look at Impact TV, and you can find uh, dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of programs with dozens and dozens of topics that you can use to, to take your group through various Bible studies, through various discussions. And I encourage you to do this. There's nothing more rewarding <clears throat> than finding people who are making the same journey you're making, sharing God together and talking about God together. Matter of fact, this is one of the ways that people actuate or bring to life the things that they're actually learning in these ministry sessions. Now this week, we're continuing with the theme, the glory of God in you. And we discovered last week that, that too many times we're looking at these, these outward manifestations, which are important and they do on some level reveal some aspect of the glory of God, you know, signs, wonders, miracles, healings. And all of those things should happen. And, and in truth, more of those things would happen if we connect it to what the glory of God really was. You see, <clears throat> when somebody gets healed, that really doesn't mean that anybody that sees that healing is, is going to connect with God. It doesn't mean anybody's going to get saved. It doesn't, now there's, it's going to increase the likelihood. You know, signs and wonders are just that. We talked about that last week. You're driving down the road, you see a sign. A sign is designed to make you look, to stop and look, to pay attention to a certain thing. And that's what signs do. And then wonders are something that just make you wonder. They make you ask questions. They make you start to inquire. Signs and wonders are wonderful things. But, you know, what people need is not signs and wonders. I got news for you. You know, I remember a man one time, he was painfully introverted. He was so shy. He was so uncomfortable around people. He couldn't express himself, couldn't express himself to his wife, couldn't express himself to his friends, couldn't open up, couldn't talk to people. 
And I remember talking to him one night, and, and, and he told me, he said, he said, I have a friend who, who is a paraplegic and can't you know, get out of a wheelchair, can't function, can't move around physically. He said, I am more bound and more restricted than he is. And he said, I'd rather be like him than to be like me. You see, some, sometimes we get this idea that people just, you know, they'll be happy if they get the physical healing they need. Well, that will help. Uh, or sometimes we think, man, you know, they're, they're really going to they're, they're really get their life put together if they solve their drug problem or solve their financial problem or solve, you know, whatever, whatever problem they got. But that's, that's really not necessarily true. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. You know, some people get out of trouble just to get in trouble again. Some people, whenever, whenever they receive mercy and kindness and, 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 and goodness, in their mind, they just got by with something. They don't, they don't really see and connect to the value of, of what they've gotten. But I want to tell you something. What people need is a change of heart. What people need is to be born again. You know, we're living in a time where I, I just, I can't tell you uh, the last time I was in a church where anybody got saved unless I was preaching. And it's an amazing thing. Uh, pastors don't really give altar calls. They don't get people saved. They don't win people to Jesus one-on-one. -on -one. It's almost a non-heard of thing. This means that basically almost all recorded church growth in America is actually transfer growth. It's not people meeting God for the first time. People having an experience with God in their life. You know, I saw a Facebook post back a, a year or two ago, and I tell you, I just, I just could not believe it. It was a guy that I had known that had, had been pretty stable for, for a few years, and he'd gotten off into some of the, some of these concepts of grace that are really not scriptural. He meant well. He's a, a well-intended guy, wants to help people. But he, he put a post up that said something like this. He says, I am so thankful that God is not interested in my character development. I'm so thankful for the, you know, for the time that I reached a place in my life where I realized that character wasn't important. Man, I, I fired the guy back a response. It's like, what are you talking about? Every pain that's in your life it comes from some area, or in my life, comes from some area that that we lack godly character. Character, the lack of character is the thing that brings pain and suffering into this world. The, or you could say it this way, the lack of godliness. You know, we're living in a time when if you talk about godliness and living godly, living a righteous life, people will accuse you of being a legalist, but the real truth is that's the only way your life can get better is, is not only that you're born again, not only are you experiencing God, but you're going through a personal transformation that changes the way you not only relate to God, but changes the way you relate to people around you. Now, one of the things that we learned last week is, is that the holiness of God is not revealed uh, just through the concept of moral perfection, even though God is morally perfect. But see, the, go the goal of moral perfection uh, which I hate to even use that, ter that term because none of us are perfect morally. We all have our faults. We all have our failings. But the whole concept of, of God being holy, see, the, the word holy basically means unique or uncommon. God was uncommon compared to all of the other gods because all of the other gods work through wrath, 
They work through fear, and the people are always laboring to find some way to satisfy and appease their God and keep from suffering uh, uh, the, the penalties. And, and, and you know, they, they brought sacrifices, and they reached such a point of desperation, they brought human sacrifices. They sacrificed their children to try to appease the wrath of the gods. Well, what made God unique was that more than anything else, God is love. What made God unique is He sought man and said, I'm going to show, I'm going to initiate a way for you to always connect with me, for you to always get your heart healed. I'm going to pursue you and I'm going to make sure that you always have a vehicle. You always have a process whereby you can have a relationship with me. Now, sadly, people look back at the Old Testament and think it was all meant to be legalistic and fear-based. It's not. You don't get, you don't get any of that from the scripture. Now, that is what it became. That is what man did to it, but that's never, ever, ever what God intended. So God's, God's holiness is revealed in the fact that He's a loving, relationship-oriented God who always makes a way for people to connect to Him. He has justice that actually works in real life. He has concepts of fairness and morality and honest and how to relate to other people <clears throat> beyond anything that the pagan world had ever seen. And He said, now I want you to be holy just like I'm holy. In other words, I want you to treat people as good as I treat people. I want you to keep your word. I want you to be faithful and true and fair and just. And, 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 and I want you to have these characteristics that reflect who I am as your God and as your Father so that the world will see how good I am, so that the world will see that I can be trusted and they will come to me. Well, you know something? People just always get religious. And so here we are today. You know, Jesus had to come and finally show us what God looked like in the flesh because people just didn't believe His Word, because people didn't trust Him. And He came and Jesus revealed the glory of God to us. But, but I want you to understand something. As wonderful as the miracles were, and yes, on some level and to some degree, the miracles reflected the splendor, the greatness, the, 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 the characteristics of God. But in fact, that's not truly what the revelation of God's glory really was in Jesus' life, and that's not what the revelation of God's glory is going to be in your life. But let me say something. If you're really enjoying these programs, if you get encouraged by these programs, be sure... Take just a minute and click below and like this program. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, go to YouTube and be sure and like it because the more people that like these programs, the more people that see these programs. And so if you'll like these programs, thousands of other people will have a chance to hear this and it'll be a blessing to a lot of people. Now listen, let me, let me read this to you. John, the first chapter. It says, uh, in the 14th verse, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Now, <clears throat> the word in the Greek, where it says, in the word, W-R-D, that's logos. Logos has to do with, with the character, the wisdom behind everything that God ever said, behind everything that God ever did. It has to do with who He is. And Jesus came and and in the flesh, in a human body, Jesus made it possible for us to actually look at Him, how He lived, how He treated people, and of course what He taught and how He ministered to people, and people were able to behold the glory of God. 
Now, I want you to understand something. He, the glory of God revealed in Jesus' life was more about His life and the benefit that He brought to other people. You know, the miracles themselves are just expressions of God's love. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I've heard I've heard people say this many times. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I'm not trying to criticize these people, but I've heard people say, "Well, you know, God wants to work miracles just because He wants to show off." Uh, you know, God really doesn't show off. That's kind of not what God does. God works miracles in the lives of people who will receive them because it's a way of expressing His love. He, 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 Jesus died so that you could be healed, so that you could be delivered, so that you could be prospered. Uh, the names of God reflect all of these characteristics of God. God says, this is who I am, and if you interact with me, you get to experience who I am right here in this physical world, just like Jesus did. You know, Jesus lived in victory. Jesus didn't struggle with sin. Jesus didn't struggle with depression. Jesus wasn't overcome by his enemies. When he, you know, when, when Jesus died, he laid his life down. They didn't, they didn't take his life. He could have avoided it if, if had, had he wanted to. Jesus lived in absolute victory. Jesus showed us what it looked like to be a man yielded to the Spirit of God. You know, because of the fact that the, the religious world doesn't want to see Jesus as a man. Remember, he emptied himself. He became a man. He said, I'm going to show you the glory of God and the way it would look in a human being's life. And what it looked like was absolute victory. What it looked like was absolute peace when there shouldn't have been peace. What it looked like was provision when it seemed like there was no way. What it looked like was victory when it seemed like there shouldn't be any victory. What it looked like was God's leadership and wisdom when it seemed like, uh, when it seemed like all the plans of the enemies were, were, were going to win against him. He showed us what it looked like when a man, when a human being goes through personal transformation. You see, Christ in you is the hope of God's view and opinion of you becoming your reality. And, and, where do we see the glory of God? We see it when we're looking at Jesus, the life He lived, how He treated people, how He ministered to people, what His relationship with God was like. And that's our model. That's our standard. And so if we want to show the glory of God to the world, we do it because we allow the spirit of grace. You know, grace is God's power, God's strength, God's ability, God's capacity that comes by unmerited favor that works in our heart. That strengthens us. You know, the, the Pentecostals, the old timers, they used to just call it the power of God. The power of God to overcome sin. The power of God to live a godly life. The power of God to love people even when they don't love you. The power of God to be patient when, when everybody's pressing you to act now. The power of God working in you to, to be gentle whenever, whenever everything in you wants to be wrath. The power of God to have and manifest the character and nature of God is shown to us the Lord Jesus. See, Jesus glorified God by showing people what the true God was like. Remember, no one had ever seen God face to face, and no one has seen God face to face here on planet Earth other than Jesus. There is no one qualified to show us what God is really like other than the Lord Jesus. There's no one qualified to tell us how to interpret the Word of God 
other than the Lord Jesus. And if you're using anybody else's word other than Jesus' word, other than Jesus' life, other than Jesus' example, other than the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, if you're using anything else, then that's a vain imagination. That's an idolatry that's set up in your heart. That's exalting something else above the revealed knowledge of God. I know that's not your intention. I know that's not, not what you want to do. Listen, let me just mention to you, I got a great series this month called The Glory of God in You. And you know, I'm not even going into very much of what is in that series. Most of you know, if you've been following me for a long time, my series uh, uh, are not just a rehash of what I do in this broadcast. I try to make it where these broadcasts, you get something unique, you get something valuable, you get something that's going to help your life. But for those of you who are wanting to go deeper, who are wanting to go farther, who are pursuing application of truth and growth in truth, uh, we, we put out these series to take you even farther than these broadcasts will take you. So our series are always designed to be coupled with what we do in these broadcasts so you can get everything possible. But you know, I go into some things in this series where I talk about how that God's uh, God's names are literally revealed in your DNA. It's, it's the most amazing thing to understand all of the ways that God has imprinted himself deep into who you are. So, you know, the, the, the truth is all we've got to do is yield to what God has done in us and the glory of God is going to manifest through us. And if you're interested in getting this series, the glory of God in you, there's two really unique ways that you can get it. One, of course, you can go to impactministries.com and you can purchase the series. Many people like to purchase the series or some people say, Jim, I share these with people. I use these in ministry. And so I always want to get the series for myself. That's great. They're always available at impactministries.com. But you know, for many of you, you're saying, Jim, I just, I want to study it all the time. I want to always be on top of everything that you're teaching and what you're doing, but it's just more money that I can spend. We have created a new way. It's called Impact Unlimited at MoveYourBoundaries.com. MoveYourBoundaries.com is a place you can go to where by subscription for just pennies a day, you can actually have access to everything that I teach. You can listen to them on the go. You can, you can listen to them in your car. You can listen to it at home on your computer. You can listen to them on your phone. You can download my books. You can read, your, read my books. I'm, I'm, I'm every month when I release something new, it goes on to Impact Unlimited and we're constantly updating the site. You know something, if you'd like to check it out, just go to moveyourboundaries.com or go to impactministries.com and at the top of the page, uh, on the landing page, on the right-hand page, just click on moveyourboundaries.com and go over and check it out. I'm going to tell you something, it'd be a great Christmas gift for somebody who likes to study the Word, who's developing themselves as a disciple. So, so be sure and check it out. In John 17, Starting in verse 1, Jesus says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you. Now, now, now remember, he's, he's about ready to be crucified. And so the, where he's going to be glorified is in the resurrection. Because in the resurrection, the spirit of life is going to bring Jesus back from the dead. And we're ultimately going to see the the, the full earthly manifestation of what it looks like whenever a believer yields to the Spirit of God and overcomes sin, overcomes death, overcomes the grave, overcomes the devil, overcomes the opposition. God wants you to be an overcomer. And so the ultimate glorification is a man full of the Holy Ghost, 
a man full of the Spirit of God who yields to the Spirit of God and allows God to express himself through that person. Verse 2, he says, As you have given him, talking about Jesus, the Son of Man, as you have given authority over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. Now listen to this. And this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So, Life happens when we know, and that word know is the word experience. When we experience God as He really is, so that His character, His nature, His attributes begin to manifest in us. So that when we take a, you know, we're supposed to live godly. You know, uh, the Bible talks about a, a day when, uh, when people will reach a place um, to where uh, to whether they have no value for godliness. In other words, that they, uh, they acknowledge godliness but deny the power of. Well, well, the power of godliness is the power to live a godly life. You see, the world doesn't see Christ in me if I'm not living a godly life. Now, I'm, I don't want to get you under a works mentality. I don't want to get you under pressure. But the question is, is that what you want? Do you want to be more loving? Do you want to be more gentle? Do you want to be able to help people? Do you want to be able to minister to people? You know, I was, I was sharing with somebody the other day. I, I don't remember which one of my girls it was, was in the hospital and, and was in labor and, and was in, you know, the baby was breech and man, it was looking bad, looking bad looking bad. Everybody, the whole family was in there and, and the father was in there and everybody was, everybody was upset. And, and I walked out of the room and I just stepped out and I just said, Father, I know what your will is. It's your will this baby be born whole, well, and strong. And so, so I'm going to go back in there and, I, and I'm going to speak to this baby and it's going to turn and he's, and he's going to be born just like he should. And I walked back in. I didn't say one word to anybody. I just walked over and just kind of laid my hands on my daughter's, on my daughter's belly and just spoke to that baby and said, turn now. And when I looked up, the father was, was watching what I was doing. And he just very quietly said to me, he said, you just made that baby turn, didn't you? I said, yes, that baby's turning right now. That baby turned, and then, you know, there was a normal delivery. You know something? That's where we want to be when our kids are facing challenges. That's where we want to be when, when people around us need the life and power of God. And see, I'm not talking about some crazy... Uh, uh, you know, wild-eyed person running up down the road screaming and binding loose in the devil. I'm just talking about in real life manifesting who God is in situations. Uh, and it's not about us. It's not about our, it's not about our anointing. It's not about, uh, not about our ministry. It's about God's love being manifest in people. You see, that, that's what Jesus did. Verse four, he said this, I have glorified you on the earth. How? I've finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O oh Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. So he said, glorify yourself. He says, I know I'm getting ready to go face death. I know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to become sin. I know uh, that, that, that the grave is going to hold me. But I also know that you're going to be glorified because the spirit of life, the spirit of glory is going to raise me up because I believe you. And I'll tell you, that's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus believed the truth about God. Jesus believed the truth about what God said about him. And, and, and that's where reality comes. See, when I believe the truth about God, what God says about himself, what he's revealed to me through his word, through his name, uh, specifically through uh, the life, 
the teaching, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, when I interpret and understand God in light of how He has revealed Himself to me, then I can believe the truth about how He sees me. I believe the truth about who He is, and I believe the truth about who He is in me. I want to tell you something, man, that is life at its best, and that's godliness, and that's power, and that's grace working in you, and all that stuff happens without you having to know all the theology about it. I want you to understand something. God glorified Jesus, and Jesus manifested that glory of God by showing the world who God really was, by showing the world that God was always a healer. You know, God's name is Jehovah Rophi, uh, the, the Lord God who heals. God's name is not Jehovah who makes you sick. And so Jesus never manifested God who makes you sick. Why? Because that's not who God is. Jesus manifested God who heals. Jesus never tormented people to try to get them to get out of sin. He told them the truth. He gave them the warnings, but he always brought peace. Why? Because he was manifesting the Lord God, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord God, our peace. You see, he manifested who God was. And by doing so, he brought love and he brought peace and he brought uh, uh, transformation to people's lives because they see, see who God really is. Man, I want to tell you something. I know I'm kind of jumping around all over the map. This is one of those things that's so big, it's so vast, it's just, it's hard to even cover all this. Let me tell you something. The whole world needs to know the truth about God. The whole world needs to know that God is good and He is only good. The whole world needs to see God through the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am endeavoring to raise up one billion disciples around the world, and I need your help. I need people who will financially stand with me, and we call it Operation One Billion. If you're interested in helping me reach and raise up a billion disciples around the world who know the love of God, who walk in the love of God, who walk in grace and peace and faith righteousness, then you go to impactministries.com and check out uh, becoming a world changer, or just call our office and, and talk with someone because I want to tell you something, we need your help. It costs a lot of money to reach a billion people, but we are doing it. We're starting Bible schools all over the world, starting Bible schools in prisons. We're training people, we're reaching people, and we're going to keep on doing it, and I hope you'll help us. Listen, John 17, 20, Jesus says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all might be one as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, and that you also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me, I have given to them. Isn't that, isn't that an amazing thing? He has given us the very glory that God gave him. What was that glory? That they would be one. Now, being one is more than just, you know, we're one, we're on the same team. Being one is where we look the same. We talk the same. We treat people the same. You see, when the world looks at us and sees that we're one with God because of the way we treat them, because of the way we relate to them, they will see the glory of God, just like we're seeing the glory of God in Jesus, the way He treated people, the way He related to the world. You know something? <clears throat> we're, not, we're not through. We've got, you know, we got more to come this month. And, 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 and I hope that this year... If you're watching this and it's in, it's in Christmas, I hope that you're celebrating the fact that Jesus came 
so that you can know God as He really is. I hope that you're celebrating the fact that Christ in you is your hope and the reason you can confidently expect to become more like God, the reason you can expect to become more like Jesus and glorify Him in the earth. Listen, take just a few minutes. If you want, take, it'll take you 10 seconds. Actually, it won't take you a few minutes. Take you 10 seconds at the end of this broadcast to take to subscribe to this YouTube channel if you're watching by YouTube. If you're not watching by YouTube, be sure and go over to YouTube and subscribe to it because this makes it possible for thousands of other people to see this. Also, if you haven't downloaded my mobile app, be sure and do that. If you download my mobile app, then you can get these broadcasts every week on an audio file or you can get them on a video file. You can take this with you everywhere you can go. You can minister to people around the clock. I'll be back next week. We're going to take another step and the glory of God in you. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.